0: Okay, I hit record. Yeah. Yay. Okay, it's working. Yay! So, welcome back to thingsmywifesendsme.com. Avram, you did
1: it again. Things my
0: wife sends me. Mm-hmm. It's a website.
1: I know, but your show is not
0: called thingsmywifesendsme.com.
1: <laughs> I guess I it. was are so strange.
0: This is episode number seven. We've now done seven episodes, which is quite fantastic. Mm -hmm. Though we've technically done more because we've already done, I believe it's like three special editions. Mm -hmm. So we're doing well as far as getting out there and teaching people about the news that's going on in the world. Essentially. Yep. Yep. Working on more potholders. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How many do we have now?
1: We have more than enough. It's just, it's something to do and I have all these extra loops that are taking up space. How many loops do we have? I don't know.
0: That's crazy. I mean...
1: It's very therapeutic. Because I'm working on a very big knitting project right now, but it's the kind of thing where if I do it while I'm talking, I'm going to forget what I'm doing and I'm going to mess up.
0: Oh. So So, that's why I'm not knitting. So we don't want that to happen. Yeah. Okay. So kind of starting off with my favorite topic, food.
1: Figures.
0: Why? Why not?
1: It is your favorite topic.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a plant that grows fries and ketchup that's going on sale. Uh Huh. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
1: Do they have a picture of it, or is it just...
0: Um, they have pictures of fries, and they have pictures of ketchup, but they don't necessarily have pictures of the plant.
1: I don't really understand how a plant can grow fries and ketchup.
0: They're uh, saying it in the Netherlands... Um, no,
1: actually, it said... It, it, I think I remember this. It said it was growing um, potatoes and tomatoes. Yes. Right, okay. That makes more sense, I was going to say. Because, like, the process to make fries and ketchup is very, you know, involves human hands.
0: Right. Okay. But they're saying in the Netherlands it took six years to develop a plant that could grow both potatoes and tomatoes. Plants are not really
1: supposed to do things like
0: that. (laughs) Well, now it does. Mm -hmm. You can now have your fries and your ketchup, too.
1: But, you know, thinking of... I don't even know how that works. Unless, like, the potato grows underground and the tomatoes grow above ground.
0: You're going to love the reason why, why they did this. Because they wanted to help people who have limited garden space to maximize their growing potential.
1: Well, that's awesome, but, you know, those kinds of vegetables, I assume, grow differently from each other. Yeah. Like, need different conditions.
0: Yeah. Though it mentions at the end of this AOL article that they're hoping that one day science will develop a way to simultaneously grow a hot dog and mustard. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That was more of a joke. Ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. Funny, funny. Yeah. They claim, though, they haven't done any genetic modification to the plant, which I don't necessarily believe. Because they say this is completely natural.
1: Mm. I I can kind of see it, but... Mm. I think I would need to hear about the process to make sense of it.
0: It's available for sale in England.
1: Because theoretically, I mean, like I said, potatoes grow underground, tomatoes grow above ground. So... I'm sure there's some way to kind of... Make them grow at the same
0: time. That's strange, though. It is
1: very strange. It's not normal. I'm just saying, like, knowing how these kinds of vegetables or fruits or whatever you want to argue, (laughs) you know, work.
0: Yeah, they don't mention anything. Is it a fruit or a vegetable?
1: I know. Well, we're not going to get into that right
0: now. Yeah, because... (laughs)
1: Whatever.
0: It's a plant. Speaking of some other interesting news, former Teen Mall staple is probably going to be gone soon.
1: You need to pronounce it. What do you mean? It's a store.
0: Yes. The store is called, Oh, help me, Aeropostale. Something like that. A-E-R-O-P-O-S-T-A-L-E. Neither
1: of us even know how to pronounce it. Yeah. I mean, I remember in school, a lot of kids had clothing from there, but I didn't. I had no interest in it.
0: They're calling it a sinking ship with the stock sinking 30% to $0.15 a share.
1: And I can see it because I've walked by those stores and there's never anybody in them.
0: This (laughs) caused the New York Stock Exchange to halt trading on the company. Mm -hmm. So at $0.15 a share, you have a nice bargain there, especially if they are able to get past bankruptcy.
1: The question is, what are people doing instead? Yeah. Because they said this is, it, you know, it's a store that always attracted a teenage market.
0: New York Stock Exchange regulations have announced that they've determined that the company is no longer suitable for listing based on their abnormally, <coughs> bless you, low price levels due to Section 802.01D, if anybody cares about that. So as a result, in March, Wall Street Journal had reported the company was actually looking to sell or possibly restructure.
1: Well, because didn't they say like the issue is that the clothing styles are like, you know, from 10 years ago or something?
0: Well, they're saying that the fast fashion retailers are taking over the market.
1: Mm hmm. In other words, people don't really want clothes that last. They'd rather just get it cheap and throw it away.
0: Cheap, thrown away, and be up with the latest fashion. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So the key is not longevity, but fashion. Mm -hmm. Uh, They actually tried to appeal to young people. However, they clung to looks that fit better in the mid-2000s than the current 2016 that we are in
1: which is interesting because like i don't really detect such a big difference in fashion in the past 10 years yeah maybe in the past 20 years or 30 years but i don't know
0: according to this they even got a top instagram celebrity to pose with various items from the store.
1: Mm-hmm. To try to attract interest.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and I have pictures up right over here of the Instagram model,
2: mm-hmm.
0: who's just a everyday person <clears throat> wearing the clothes.
1: Well, <clears throat> this also goes back to the fact that people don't have time to make their own things and really don't have the skill sets to know what to do with them. I mean, there are a lot of times when we go into thrift stores and we find things that people are giving away because a button fell off. Yeah. Or something. And it's like, you know, fine, I'm happy to buy it and fix it, but, like, you know, that's really why you gave this away.
0: They're saying that actually the reason why... They're in such a struggle right now is because there's a misalignment of understanding today's marketplace. Bless you. Because the shoppers want change, they don't want the boredom. And Having to go into the store and seeing the same things every single time.
1: So they want the store to be changing constantly.
0: Constantly. Yeah. They don't want... (coughs) Bless you again. They don't want the reliability of walking into the store and knowing the product that they want is there and ready for them.
1: It's so confusing. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've noticed that actually, like, with Forever 21, for example... That, like, they change things constantly.
0: Right. And they're doing amazingly well. Like, li-
1: literally, constantly. Like, there was some... A while ago, I bought a sweater from them, which actually has held up. I mean, a lot of their clothing does not really hold up very well. But um, but it's, like, you know, a very, like, fashionable, flattering style and everything. And, like, you know, they don't even sell it year to year. Yeah. It's, like, it was up for a few months and it was gone. But I don't understand how they can even, uh, you know, keep afloat like that. You know what? Like, if, if there's a particular item that never sells, I mean, they must have so much waste. No, exactly.
0: <laughs> February 21, though, is privately held. What do you
2: mean?
0: They, it's not on New York Stock Exchange, NASDAQ, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. And literally... The company that we've been talking about is—I do, do not want to pronounce the name—since this article that I've been reading that was at fifteen cents is now at four cents.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, if we're looking at five years ago of the chart, it's not even available for me to see.
1: I'm yeah. very curious if at some point everybody will shift back to the model of wanting things that do last.
0: Yeah. There was one point where the company was around 50, 45 to 50 points.
1: Well, I can see that. I mean, like I said, like, I remember in school, everybody, at least in middle school, everybody had shirts from there. Yeah. Except for me. I didn't really want one. I never even
0: heard of the company, to be honest.
1: Right. I mean, I guess it just depends where you live and what kind of group is around you.
0: I just didn't care about labels.
1: Right. Well, I didn't either. I mean, I kind of consciously didn't want labels on the clothing, but some
0: kids did. Yeah. Another store is also liquidating their assets, known as Sports Authority, Mm -hmm. one I can pronounce and actually recognize (laughs) the name. And... This is a little bit surprising that Sports Authority is not doing well because I remember plenty of baseball games and hockey games and other stadiums where I see Sports Authority everywhere, and every kid wanted to get a basketball or a baseball or their sports gear from Sports Authority.
1: Wait, we were talking about this, so like, you know, I don't really know much about that part of culture right now. I you know how many people play recreational sports, but I'm sure it's different from what it used to be because society has gone much more fast-paced. Yeah. You know, people are much more busy. If they're going to exercise, they're going to go to a gym or something. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not necessarily going to go out and buy sports equipment. That's number one. Number two, Amazon.com is uh, up and running, which it wasn't really 20 years ago. So I'm sure people are probably relying more on that for
0: these kinds of things I don't know yeah it, it's gonna be a lot of jobs gone yeah <sighs> it, it's it's
1: a problem because you know people want things cheaper yeah so they end up not going to the actual stores themselves they buy everything online or from you know big shops like amazon.com Right. And that just leads to fewer jobs for everyone else. I just don't... So kind of a situation where, like, if you want to sustain everything and sustain the economy and make sure people do have jobs, the best way to make that happen might just be to go into these stores.
0: And I don't necessarily know if a sports shop will even survive anymore because no one's going out and playing. What do you need sports equipment for? Right. Plus, you've got the NFL dealing with concussions and all these other problems and
1: so parents. I think everybody's more afraid.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is not the first sports store to go out. City Sports, for example,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which is a major <coughs> sports store, kind of like Sports Authority. I mean, they ended up closing a ton of stores. Mm -hmm. And I'm on City Sports' website right now, and they're saying, Get Ready, Set, Beta. Thank you for coming by. Stay tuned for lots of changes and new ways to connect with City Sports. Mm -hmm. No idea what that means, but on their website, all they're selling are t-shirts that say the word City Sports on it. Strange. Yep. And if I... Look at any of these t shirts. Here's a red t shirt. And okay, city. Oh, okay. I can actually say if I want it to say City Sport Boston, New York, Philadelphia, or Washington. And the size and the price is uh, $15, it looks like. To buy a t shirt that says the word City Sports. So.
1: But this goes back to, like, you know, with with these political situations and everything going on right now, like, everybody kind of expects the government to solve their problems for them. But individuals can influence what's happening by just making simple actions like buying locally. I mean, I'm not saying these stores are necessarily local, that, you know, they're chain stores, but still, it's... When you walk into a store, you show the store that they need people working there. Which means people may have access to more jobs.
2: Mm -hmm. (sighs)
1: Because, like, especially, you know, people ordering groceries online more and more. It's. I mean, I don't even know how people do that. I mean, we, we order some things online, like certain things that we buy in bulk. We also shop very, very differently, though, for most people. We make most things from scratch. So it's like really staples and, and such that we're buying. But some people will do like literally an entire grocery trip without yeah. setting foot in a grocery store.
0: It has more than $1 billion in debt with as many as 99 creditors.
1: This is City Sports?
0: No, this is um, Sports Authority. Okay. Uh and $50,000 in current assets.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Its creditors include Nike, owing uh, $48 million, and Under Armour, <laughs> owing $23 million. Mm-hmm. Along with that, Sports Authority has naming rights for Sports Authority Field at Mile High, which are paid through August. Mm-hmm. So they have their own stadium mm-hmm. that's named after Sports Authority. Bankruptcy auction is possibly planned for May 16th, but no bidder has stepped forward yet with any committed offer. Mm. So it could be a case that someone ends up buying the name and then restructures the entire business. Which happens. Mm.
1: It'll be really interesting and probably frightening to see what society looks like 20 years from now.
2: Hmm.
1: What else
0: do you have? No, I'm just... taking that in right there, because, I mean, it's... it's kind of crazy.
1: They're all signs of the times.
0: Yeah. Speaking of signs of the times, senators are calling for an investigation of special billboards that are tracking shoppers' phones oh, and providing... Advertisement based upon who that consumer is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So that means if you typically online happen to receive certain advertisements mm-hmm. and you're walking past an area, one person might receive an advertisement for kitchen equipment. Another person could receive an advertisement for a gym membership and another one for... Underwear.
1: But does this change on the billboard or just on your On
0: own? the billboard. Crazy. Right. And of course, everyone's going to see what ads come up as someone walks past that billboard.
1: Right. So it's almost like you just have to, like, you know, not look up anything. Right. <laughs> I mean, because I'm sure that there are things that people buy online because they don't want to buy them in stores. Right opens up a can of worms.
0: yeah they're saying this uh, program is being run by Clear Channel and it's going to provide a more accurate way to understand target specific audience segments so can I mean eventually you can imagine walking in Times Square and the billboard just constantly changing as it judges what the majority of people that are there would like to see Mm -hmm. Or what they don't necessarily want to see, but they know it would entice them to buy it. Mm -hmm. So if we probably walked around Times Square, all of a sudden there would probably be a bunch of Judaic ads that would show up everywhere saying, Buy this mezuzah case, which you normally would put on the doorpost. Or, I don't know, buy this menorah.
1: (laughs) They could do it by individuals because especially in busy places like that you have you know thousands of people passing through every hour
0: right well but if it's a digital display it can have anything
1: right but it you know it wouldn't be able to change so constantly as to reflect every person
0: <laughs> right
1: it would have to like go by majority or something I guess
0: I I mean, I don't fully understand it. Uh, Clear Channel owns 675,000 billboards throughout the world. Uh, Yeah. But the company claims that they're not receiving or collecting personal identification information about consumers for use in a radar. And it's not necessary for the insights that we're offering our advertising customers of who are looking at the various ads. And this can go so many different ways in clear channels saying that everyone's being a little bit over the top when it comes to saying, Oh no, you're going to do targeted ads or you're going to be the seeing problem
1: is all of these things are just one more step in that direction. Yeah. That's the problem. You know, it's kind of like with that whole thing where they were, Debating if, if phones need to be hacked into and stuff. It's like, you know, you you take one step and what are they going to ask for next time? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the advertisers are trying to do this right now. Now, they, they, they could, you know, one day be doing it based off your phone conversations <laughs> or something or purchases you've made or something like that. No,
0: definitely. I mean, the case is, is that right now um, the company... ...needs to be investigated because people don't actually understand that their data could potentially be mined.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they don't have the these digital billboards up yet. Mm-hmm. But you can see it's coming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you look at a movie like Minority Report... Or any of these other type of sci-fi, quote-unquote sci-fi shows where someone walks into a store and all of a sudden it greets them by name and starts making recommendations before a salesperson even comes to you. Yeah,
1: the sad thing is I can see that years from now. Right. I mean, maybe you walk into a store and there are no salespeople. I can see that. I mean, years ago I thought all this stuff was just impossible. I was like, well, these people have big imaginations, but like. I see where people are going, and it really makes me wonder. But I don't think I want to live in that kind of society.
0: Well, the only way Some you can of us
1: are old only
0: way you can escape it is go to Mars. Right. Become a Martian. I know. <laughs> you may be a Martian.
1: Mhm.
0: <laughs> but then I have to go with you. <sighs> I guess we'll go to Mars. I
1: feel like that would have its own problems.
0: It would. Be. Finally, medical errors are the third leading cause of death in the U.S. This is just sad.
1: It is very sad. It's not surprising, but it is very sad.
0: The death toll is roughly 10% of U.S. deaths annually, which is way too many deaths.
1: Especially because you're going to get treatment for things, supposedly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: I think doctors are being, you know, taxed too much. I don't mean that in a financial sense. I mean, like, you know... The, the kinds of shifts they're having to run yep. and the amount of people they're having to see. But I don't, I still don't find that to be an excuse for whatever treatment they're giving. Cause I know a lot are swayed by, you know, money coming in from drug companies and such. Yeah. It's not right.
0: They're, they're saying that patient safety <laughs> efforts, which gained momentum, uh, was just diffused by other performance improvement mandates that have come down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're just trying to... I I mean, this document just goes on and on and on talking about various policies that need to change, need to be looked at, (coughs) because if you apply the calculation of 1% of hospital patients die each year because of medical error, and then you apply that to 35 million people that are hospitalized each year, it actually translates into 400,201 deaths per year, which is more than four times than expected.
1: Caused by negligence.
0: Just caused by, yeah, medical mistakes just all kinds of medical mistakes and a medical error. If you need a formal definition in this case is a lapse of judgment or in their skill or their coordination of care or or a mistaken diagnosis or even a system failure that leads to the patient's death or the failure of (laughs) rescue, to rescue a dying patient from preventable complications that take place in care.
1: Right, like when they're not paying
0: attention to them and so. That's a lot of ors. Yeah. There's, and I know they can't say and because once you're dead, you're dead. Right. So I understand or, 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 or. So it's like the question is, you
1: know, if you're sick, is it better to go there or not?
0: A lot of people aren't.
1: Right.
0: They've avoided the hospitals. Right. They try to get as far away from it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, to be honest, I'm scared whenever it comes to a doctor.
1: Yeah, me too. Because
0: I don't Maybe know I what don't they're feeding learn. me or telling me to do. Right.
1: Well, I mean, some things, you know, you know, work and some things don't. I mean, I've definitely had experiences with doctors over prescribing things. I mean, we are looking at, like, my medical record from when I was a kid and, like, finding the amount of times that I was given amoxicillin for colds. Mm. And I just looked at that, and I was like, you know, growing up I was always disgusted by it, to be honest. But, like, to see that on paper any number of times and just, like, how many times I've been sick as an adult and got through it without medication, (laughs) thank Mm. you very much. You know, when you're a kid, you don't have any say. Yeah. You know, certain people don't have a say. You know, if you're not educated about what's going on, you don't have a say, and not all of us are doctors. Yeah. So, you know, I know whatever happened during those years probably compromised my immune system to some extent. You know, of course, I've worked on it. But, I mean, there have been a lot of cases in my life where doctors have put me on things or whatever that have negatively affected my health. Definitely. And, like, seriously set me back. And I've had to just figure it out on my own with help from alternative methods. No. It's not right. I mean these are lives i mean thank god in, in any situations i've dealt with they haven't been like life or death but there are people dealing with life or death situations i mean there are people in my family who have dealt with this stuff like my grandmother like years ago supposedly was given a pacemaker even though she didn't need it mm. and it killed her i mean you can't do stuff like that
0: i i mean they just just to kind of uh wrap this up a little bit they're mentioning in this article that people don't just die from a heart attack or bacteria. They die from the system-wide failing and poorly coordinated care that doesn't know how to manage the heart attack and bacteria, even though we have systems in place to protect the patients that are coming in. Because when they do a final autopsy, if they do, they discover that the heart attack wasn't what killed them. It was something that happened in the actual hospital.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But of course, they don't want to talk about it or admit it or.
1: Right.
0: But that's that's where we're at.
1: Um, you didn't talk about that beaver. What beaver? Do you remember the beaver story?
0: Uh, you can say it really quickly because I'm literally about to run out of battery.
1: Okay. Oh, whoops. Okay. Well, there was a story of somebody, I think in Latvia or something, right? Yeah. Walking on a road and got attacked by a beaver. Pretty much. And nobody believed him until they showed up and saw that he was actually attacked by a beaver. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that whole thing was very interesting. It doesn't yeah. happen. Especially I mean... today in Massachusetts got attacked by a pig. <laughs> no joke.
0: Okay, so I guess it's important to talk about animals attacking humans, because... It's
1: important to respect animal space and... I mean, I don't like the solution. Like, when in Massachusetts, this pig, they decided that they're going to euthanize it. I do not approve of that at all. Yeah. It's like, you know, so the, the animal was following its animal instincts. Like, just let it be. If you need to, put it somewhere else. Let it live.
0: Just let it live.
1: Right? I mean, it's like if you're having a bad day, right? Come home from work and throw something. and You, you don't do stuff like that. I'm sure some people do. Like, it's not like somebody's going to come after you and punish you for it. Like, you know, you were bad. You threw something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not not okay.
0: Yep. And you know what also isn't okay? What? That we're about to run out of battery. So I'm going to have to say bye to everyone. Okay. Yes. And, yeah, fine. I know you're giving me that look.
1: I'm not even looking
0: at you. You you are.
1: Sending vibes? Yeah,
0: you're sending (laughs) vibes. Okay. All right. Guys... As you know, it's important to, uh, do I have to say this? Yes, you
1: do, cause you know it's true.
0: Always listen to your wife. We'll see you next time.